Welcome to the Voices in Recovery podcast. Voices in Recovery is produced by Freedom's Path Recovery Society, a registered Canadian charity. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider a donation to Freedom's Path Recovery Society. All donations go directly to assisting Freedom's Path in providing their services free of charge and helps us keep the podcast going. We are grateful for any and all donations. This podcast discusses difficult topics such as childhood abuse, drug and alcohol use, sexuality and sexualized trauma, and more. If you are under the age of 18, please speak with your legal guardian prior to listening. The opinions expressed during the podcast are those of the individual and not those of Voices in Recovery or Freedom's Path or any other organization. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy this podcast. This podcast is being recorded on the traditional land of the Blackfoot Confederacy. This consists of the Kainai, Pekani, Siksika, and the Blackfeet in the U.S. We acknowledge the Stony Nakoda, which consists of the Bearspaw, Morley, and Chiniki. We acknowledge the Satina, Huradene, and the Métis, Inuit, status and non-status from all of Turtle Island, and those who are visiting. We are all treaty people. Today's guest is Dakshima. Uh, thank you so much for coming, coming on. Dakshima, I have absolutely no idea about your story, except I bet you it's going to be awesome. Awesome. So, Thank you, David, for uh, sort of inviting me, and uh, it's really appreciative of uh, me. Like, I appreciate it a lot, coming out and uh, telling my story. This is the first time I'm coming, like, uh, talking about myself uh, and the struggles and traumas I had to go through, mm. uh, sort of, like, embracing my struggles, sort yeah. of, like, the first time. Uh, so it's, it's glad to be here. Right on, thank you. Yeah. And you can, you're welcome to start where, whenever and wherever you like. Mm-hmm. So my name is Dakshima, I'm originally from Sri Lanka. Um, so if I talk a little bit about my life mm-hmm. back home, I come from a upper middle class family, uh, privileged. Uh, I understood how privileged I was uh, <laughs> when mm-hmm. I immigrated. Uh, I can tell a little bit later. Mm-hmm. So. Um, my parents are both government servants, uh, retired now. Uh, so such a, like a cushy, cushy life, okay. I would say. Um, so um, they're great parents. My family's great. Everybody's great. Uh, but uh, growing up, I realized I'm different. Mm. Uh, you know, girls my age play with dolls over my, with themselves and I, I used to I like to play with boys because they are less complicated mm-hmm. no gossips you know like this pretty pretty straightforward uh, so when I grow up and then I realized okay there's something something's about me there's something that's that's not right mm-hmm. that's what I thought at first yeah um, because they've had my uh, friends were having affairs with boys and I'm like what what's what is this? I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going on here? So I did my schooling, and um, I sort of around the age of fifteen, sixteen, I realized I'm mm-hmm. attracted to girls, mm-hmm. uh, and it it was not something that you can discuss in public. Uh, basically, uh, it is a offense that is written in penal code, mm-hmm. uh, which is very old, like in 1880s, 18, wow. 1860s, I think. The penal and they code. still uphold that law. Still still haven't yeah. pulled that, that, that's the law that we got from, uh, from the Queen, from, mm-hmm. from, from Britain. Uh, so I, I didn't know much about these things because nobody talks about it, as I said. Yeah. And I, all I knew was I was different. I'm not I'm not the same person that I, my friends are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, okay. Um, then around, the, as I said, in the age of 15, 16, uh, I had my first girlfriend, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was a coincidence, was my, my uh, best friend. Uh, so then I realized, okay, this mm-hmm. is something. But um, I went through sort of bullying because of that, which I really didn't know I was going through. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, late in life, now uh, I, I'm realizing that I was being bullied yeah. for being different. Uh, they thought there's something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what uh, my classmates in school, because I went to all girls' school. Mm-hmm. Everybody's girls. Everybody's are girls. And um, now I realize that uh, they, they basically hated me for 
for being who, who I was mm-hmm. at that time. Then I thought, okay, it's just a phase. It's, it's, it's all right. It can and be really hard, eh? It, it's, it's really yeah. hard because uh, you don't have anything to compare mm-hmm. yourself to or ask somebody that what's going on, like, what is, what is this I'm mm-hmm. feeling? Uh, something wrong with me. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. I thought, really, there's something wrong with me because I'm not like other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I, I went to university and uh, faculty of uh, university, faculty of arts, uh, and uh, University of Colombo, mm-hmm. and also fac- uh, law. I went to law school as well at the same time. Uh, wow. Then I was realizing the laws that in, in mm-hmm. my country because I had to like study them, and I'm like, okay, uh, this sounds strange. I still didn't like. I knew I was different, but I I didn't uh, sort of like one plus one is two. I didn't really figure mm-hmm. it out at that time because. I cannot be. I cannot mm-hmm. be that person. Yeah. And uh, I just thought, okay, I I would grow up, uh, get married to a man, have mm-hmm. kids. Even at that time, I thought, okay, this 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 is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I had another uh, another uh, sort of relationship with another person, a girl. Uh, it was like all in secret. It's not like you can't mm-hmm. hold hands in public or anything. Yeah. You could just like a s- one big secret. Mm-hmm. Um, so can I ask you a question before yes, you continue? Please. I don't mean to interrupt. No, but no, no. Go ahead. I'm very curious if were, were you even able to go talk to like a psychologist about it or because would they tell on you too? Like, I didn't really, uh, until you tell me, I, I never really thought, okay, that's an option. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if that's even yeah. like... Um, something people do in Sri Lanka, mm-hmm. right? I'm not sure. Yeah, because although I was I was an uh, independent person, mm-hmm. I, was, I was still living with my parents. That's that's how we were in Sri Lanka. You yeah. live, until you get married, you, you are with your parents and okay. then you basically be with your husband. Yeah. Uh, I ne- never really, except for my family doctor, I never really been mm-hmm. to uh, a psychiatrist or anybody on my yeah. own because my parents would accompany me and I can't really go and tell, that's a good hey, point. what's going on with yeah. me. Uh, so that never that thought never come across. Okay, for, that's uh, fair. Yeah. <laughs> now, like, oh, I should have gone. Now I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was that's definitely not an option at that time. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you no, have, no. You're please. with your second your second partner. Yeah. So my second pa- uh, partner. So it was all big secret after mm-hmm. a year. So I was in law school and uh, doing my both degrees at the same time, and she was too. Uh, so. One big secret, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, okay. I mean, I honestly didn't know how is this gonna end. Yeah. <laughs> because I never really thought that someday I would have somebody on my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, never then, like, because obviously I'm attracted to women now. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm yeah. realizing that now, yeah. and I never really thought, okay, there's some future for me. Mm-hmm. Um, which was sad when. You think about it like people plan for their future. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, after one year, she was like, you know, I can't do this, mm-hmm. but we can be best friends. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is this is it. I mean, really, should find my person. I guess everybody's finding their people mm-hmm. now. And after a couple of months, she she found a guy, and they were having an mm-hmm. affair. And I'm like, okay, that would have been so difficult. Yeah, I mean, like, everybody comes and goes. I yeah. thought, oh, there's something wrong with me. Because, mm-hmm. like, okay, I have a, my best friend now. And after, like, cup, you know, a couple of months of, or oh, six, seven months of relationship, she, she's still mm-hmm. my best friend. But we can't really talk in our school. Yeah. Uh, as I said, I was being bullied, uh, which I didn't even know, as I said. Mm-hmm. And now in the university, same thing. So I thought, like, there's some curse uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. with me that I can't keep people around me yeah uh, so it was it was disappointing that must have been so hard just to be yourself yes like anywhere yes because yeah. i didn't know where i'm i'm going to fit mm-hmm. i was just like a sort of lost but i didn't like show it or mm-hmm. i cannot talk it to anybody and um it was not pleasant but i i was excelling in school mm-hmm. i was i was finishing both my degrees then I become a lawyer mm-hmm. uh, and that was a, that was a, okay that's that's a great part to be I can support people I was doing a lot of pro bono work mm-hmm. 
uh, and that's where I found my the partner that um, who sort of involuntarily helped me to come to Canada and settle down and be who I am mm -hmm. today, which I'm on the hindsight, I think I'm thankful for that experience. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, she's married. Mm. She was married uh, at that time. I, I'm sure she still is. I have no connection with mm. her. Uh, and sort of she came after me. She sort of figured out I'm, I'm a lesbian. Mm -hmm. And she sort of, okay, this is, this, is, this is something that I can work on. That's what she was thinking. Mm. And uh, I never thought that I would be with somebody who who's with somebody mm -hmm. uh, and that's that's a point that I'm going to say that love is blind mm -hmm. uh, and she sort of gets me and I okay I'm not the only one here is this this is me it's keep happening yeah. to me there's a pattern keep like there's couple of relationship with like women now like this is the third mm -hmm. one so I'm like this is definitely the path that I'm yeah I'm going to go I still thought okay I'm going to marry somebody mm -hmm. and I'm going to be with her like in secret. And that's what I'm going to do yeah. for the rest of my life. That's what I, I thought at that time. Mm -hmm. But I guess like when months and years passed by, I realized that, you know, when you love somebody, you need, you want to be with that person all the time. Mm -hmm. You want to spend time with that person. You want to cook with that person, share mm -hmm. food, share memories, yeah. talk, you know, like live your life with that mm -hmm. person. And I'm, I was have struggling with this reality because yeah. while we were in, in, in the courthouse, she's with me and mm -hmm. after like work, she's going home to her partner, to mm -hmm. her husband and the child. She had a child. And yeah. um, for me, there was very conflicting. Like I, I ha used to have conflicts with her because this is, I, I can't be this person. It's very difficult. It's very difficult because yeah. you sort of split your life. Mm -hmm. You are like, the daytime you are with somebody, at nighttime you are with somebody. It's just mm -hmm. this duality. Like, it's pretty hard to sustain that. Yes. Yeah. And we we were with we were uh, with each other for six years. Wow. Uh, with this this complicated relationship. Yeah. Uh, Man, people can put up with a lot when they love somebody, hey? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I, I think so. I I cannot believe sometimes, like, I'm not that sort of person who yeah. would go and sort of break somebody's family. Like, mm -hmm. I, I never thought that I am, but I I actually was doing that. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, coming clean about yeah. it. I'm not proud of it. No, for sure. Uh, but I guess I was just, I was just in love. I mm -hmm. was in love. And I guess it's all fair in love and war. That's what they say. That's what they say. And, and it I, sure seems that way. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that was that. Was that. And so I was I, I'm still I'm a couple of years younger than her. And mm. I'm like, okay, what are, what are our options now? We looked at Australia to immigrate. Uh, I was to go first and then she'll come with her family. And mm. then we, I'll, I'll never marry anybody. I'll be with myself but she'd be around mm -hmm. and there would be less complications that's what I thought and um, yeah so then I tried Canada uh, as I said I'm younger and I have qualifications and mm -hmm. I have a life ahead of me I got my permanent residency mm. just the first time yeah and I'm like okay I'm gonna go I'm gonna get you here and she's like you know I don't know and like during we had complicated like complicated like arguments mm -hmm. a lot of complications because like what nobody there's no manual for long distance relationship and everybody's like it's it's destined to be doomed mm -hmm. <laughs> that's what they say and yeah. I, I never believe that i'm like you are like yeah it's not true so when you're in love you believe yes yeah we thought okay I, my love's strong our love's strong mm -hmm. we're gonna you know do this i'm gonna Go and then you're gonna come and just we're gonna be together and you know it's just that's mm. how it's gonna be and I have such a great relationship with my parents. Mm. Uh, I have one sister. She's a doctor, younger okay. than me. So this is the only lie I told to my parents that I about this relationship. I didn't mm. tell that to anybody. Yeah. Uh, 
because I cannot really disclose that fact. Mm -hmm. And my parents thought, okay, I just want uh, some adventure with my life. That's mm -hmm. why I'm like gonna go. And my mother like, it's like, no, I, she, she's still crying sometimes. Like, mm -hmm. She can't deal with it because I'm the eldest child and I'm yeah. very close to my parents. Like my sister was studying abroad and I was the one uh, who was driving my mother around. You know, she, she's, she used to be a teacher. So my courthouse and her school is like next mm -hmm. to each other. Okay. So we had such a good time together and we are like very close, as mm -hmm. I said. So she's like, you know, I can't deal with this. But I'm like, I didn't really care about their feelings. Mm -hmm. I thought, okay, you know. I'm going to go, mm -hmm. just do my thing and get her down. And then secondary is my parents. That's what I told. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that. And then I came to Canada. And that was 2016, July 8th. Mm -hmm. That was the day I landed here. Um, it was raining. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a typical July day. And so I was waiting for my... So I was supposed to be with my one of my mother's very good friend's daughter's house. I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, something from somebody I know is going to be there. Yeah. And so I was waiting in the airport. This is the first time I, I've traveled with my parents before, but mm -hmm. this is the first time I travel on my own. It's like 25 hour long tri mm -hmm. trip. And I just, you know, got down from the plane. I was just waiting for this friend's, uh, my, this, uh, this lady. And I waited and waited and waited and, it's like hour later she's coming and she opened the door and she's pregnant and I'm like oh my god like mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm gonna do because she didn't say these things and mm -hmm. you know what am I supposed to do and I can't really say you know like okay let's and then I was there for a week or so and uh not the best of my best time of my life mm -hmm. I would say uh, because she was going through her her life mm -hmm. and and I'm always I'm a very independent person as I said but I I love my community around me my family mm -hmm. is I'm just alone in a in a country and there's nobody to talk to yeah and she has her own struggles and you know her husband and her kid and all mm -hmm. that and I'm like okay I can't really say this to my parents but I just I'm struggling here mm -hmm. uh, and like you have that, um, it's difficult to get a phone. As mm. everything's complicated, you can't just go and get your phone. My phone didn't fit here, and then I had to buy a new phone. It's a whole new new story. Mm. And so I could only talk to my parents and my ex uh, through Wi. If I have Wi-Fi, mm -hmm. so I, I'm using my old phone with their Wi-Fi. So I could only talk to them if I have that. Ah, okay. So I'm like. I couldn't talk to my ex-partner for, for a couple of days. And I imagine like you come from a different country and mm -hmm. you are in a, a totally different country. You, you only know like two people in this country and you can't talk to your people, mm -hmm. pe you, people you love, people you want to talk to and share your struggles with. Mm -hmm. And feels pretty alone, I bet. It was very alone. Yeah. And for the first time in my life, I realized that I am alone. Mm. And... It's not a great feeling. Yeah. Um, because my mother's not there with me. Mm -hmm. You know, like, then I realized the importance of my mother, uh, my father, you know, whom mm -hmm. I'm very close to. Uh, because you, you don't leave behind anybody. You, you know, when my, if that's, mm -hmm. my mother would not let me come. Like, if, if she knew that I'm going through this, she would mm -hmm. not let me, you know. Yeah come here so it was it was very difficult well i can only imagine yeah. i mean i i kind of i don't know i don't know if you didn't say this or not but um i'm guessing you left there because of who you are yes needing definitely. to be who you are definitely so that I, would be even extra scary exactly so i thought okay i'm gonna go to canada be with my partner mm -hmm. and then at some point of my life i'm gonna come out to them and at that Time we'll figure it out. I'm, I didn't like mm -hmm. planned anything. Yeah, you know. It must have been scary for them too, and and you to tell them. Yes. Do they know now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That must it have was, been terrifying. Yeah. It was. <laughs> it took some like. Oh my god, that was not fun. But it uh, was scary for me when I came out to my parents too. It was terrifying. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So. 
Yeah, so I, as I said, that was not a great fit, that house. Mm -hmm. So then I had to move uh, to a to uh, apartment uh, near University Drive because I was trying to go to university. Mm -hmm. That's another story. Um, and I'm like all by myself mm -hmm. in the one-bedroom apartment. I knew nobody, just me. Uh, I had a chair, I had a table. Uh, no, I didn't have a table. I just had, my, had a chair mm -hmm. uh, and the bed. And you know, kitchen, kitchen yeah. utensils, and that's all I had. Wow, starting from zero. Starting from zero. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, okay, it's all right. Okay, I, I'm a lawyer. Mm. I can do it here as well. I'm like, I went to University of Calgary. I went to law faculty, and I'm like, you know, this is my education. What? When can I start? Mm. They're like, you can't just you know, start law, you had to go to law school, mm -hmm. you know, study X amount of years. And I'm like, oh my God, I, I never thought that this, mm -hmm. this is going to happen. That is very unlikely of me. I didn't do my research. Mm. I was blind by love, as I said. I just want to yeah. get out of the country. Yeah. Get out of the country and then figure it out, mm -hmm. which was not the greatest thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it definitely leads to some stress, that's yes, for sure. definitely. Yeah. So... So I'm here now, and and they are saying this, and I had like thirteen thousand dollars in my my bank mm -hmm. uh, because they are supposed to we are supposed to bring that amount of money to live here for six months or something. Mm -hmm. That's a government requirement, and that's all I had. And law school is very expensive, and yeah. I'm like I can't do that. And I came home, and I'm like I can't deal with this. Mm -hmm. Like, what am I supposed to do now? Uh, then I went to one of the immigrant serving agencies and uh, because I need to go to food bank now mm -hmm. because I, he I heard somebody was saying about food bank and I'm like, okay, yeah. that means they give food. Uh, and this is something that I would never ever consider mm -hmm. when, I, if I, when I was in Sri Lanka. I give yeah. food to people. Yeah. When I was a lawyer, I did a lot of pro bono work. I mm -hmm. did, gave my lunch to people. I bought food for people. Mm -hmm. uh, because I'm a Buddhist myself, mm -hmm. I believe in giving. So, like every month, I you know go to a restaurant, got like get like eight, ten lunch packets, mm -hmm. and give it to the pe people who are like on streets. Mm -hmm. That's what I, that's how I was, and I'm like okay, but I had to survive. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? I have to make sure that I'm not using all my money mm -hmm. first. Yeah. So I'm like okay, let's go to the food bank and mm -hmm. get all the stuff. And I went to the food bank. I, you know, waited in the line. I'm like, I was like, uh, what am I doing here? Like, mm. that would have been shocking. Like, it's not, it's not, it's just like, I thought like, it's not, I don't know how to explain. I was thinking, you know, there are people who need this more than me. Mm. You know, like, but I need it too. Mm -hmm. I need to make sure that I can survive in this country. Mm -hmm. I have nobody to support. Definitely, there's nobody to support. Yeah. So I have to make sure that I'm like, you know, doing mm -hmm. doing it correct. So I go to the food bank, and then I uh, went to that social worker that I, I discussed that. Uh, I realized look, she's a very kind kind person. Mm -hmm. She seems uh, she seems to know the resources. She seems to know how to um, talk to me very yeah. kindly. And I'm like, this is really nice. Mm -hmm. uh, then I went to University of Calgary again. Then I, uh, there was a, in front of faculty of social work. The other day I saw it, I was like, I, I don't know. It's exa exactly, I don't know now, but like mm -hmm. a couple of years ago, it's exactly faculty of social work is in front of faculty of law. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's like, okay, <laughs> let's go there. And yeah. I talked to advisor and she said, uh, you have, so back home, I have my law degree. Mm -hmm. I have my bachelor's, uh, which I did uh, international relations, sociology mm -hmm. and literature, English literature. And then I uh, did a postgraduate diploma in criminology and criminal mm -hmm. justice. So I said, okay, I have these, these degrees. Can you like help me? Because mm -hmm. 
I guess, you know. Something has something to translate has to. over, yeah. Uh, and she said, okay, we can actually give you two years exemption. I'm like, mm. okay, that sounds like it. Yeah. That sounds great. And you have to start from uh, third year. So you have to mm. go to school for two years. Uh, and she told me about uh, student loans. And I'm like, mm. okay, this, this is okay. Because then I don't have to spend the money I have. I can mm. ask for a student loan uh, and find a job. And, you know, just slowly, slowly build myself. Mm-hmm. And, and at this time, I was having fights, basically, with my ex. Mm. Because she's like, you're not talking to me enough. There's time difference. It's yeah. 12 and a half. Like, now it's uh, 3.22 here. It's like tomorrow for them. Mm-hmm. Like, early in the morning, like 2.45 yeah. or something. So, how am I supposed to... I'm supposed to figure my life out here. Mm-hmm. And then... How You're am I working to? and going to school and yeah. it's like I'm just like lost like but mm-hmm. I, I have to come out of this I'm I'm a very resilient person I need to uh, so I'm figuring myself out and there's everyday struggles mm-hmm. complications she's screaming on the phone like abusing verbally abusing mm-hmm. me and it was it was it's taking a toll on my mental health mm-hmm. uh, because in Sri Lanka, uh, we don't really talk about mental health. Mm-hmm. It is not something you talk about because if you talk about mental health, they, people think you are crazy mm-hmm. and they'll put you into a psychiatry ward and that's your life. That's yeah. the end of you. So there's no like drop-in services for that? You're just basically stuck kind of thing? Yeah, I, yeah. I honestly don't know mm-hmm. because that's, that's the, what the picture is. Yeah. Uh, all I know is there's like this couple of psychiatry wards and people are like basically crazy and, and it's like, better not to ask yes yeah. so now i think they are getting better there's like mm. people go to uh, you know therapists and things yeah. like that but five ten years ago you don't really talk about mm-hmm. it you know so this 2016 i mean i was just here 2016 so before that yeah well and, and you mentioned prior to us starting recording that yes that the sentence for being in a same-sex relationship is 10 years yes yeah, okay, so there's a lot there, right? Yes. That's a huge deal. And like not only the not only the legal consequences, mm-hmm. just the community. Mm-hmm. You'll be like basically you will wish you dead. You'll wish you are you are dead. Okay. You know, that it's a taboo, people look down and mm-hmm. you know, be gossiping about you and potentially nobody in your family can like I have a sister who needs to get married. Like mm-hmm. her future would be ruined. Mm. I had to commit suicide, basically. You know, like to get out of this. Yeah, it's that wow. bad. Yeah, like I cannot even imagine how I lived in that that stressful situation. It's just unbelievable. Well, I think I know for myself. I definitely take it for granted where I mm-hmm. live. Right. Yes. The fact that I live in a place where I can be whatever I am. Exactly. Right. I mean, it's such a such a calming thing to your mind you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about it yeah you can be who you are you can walk on the street with your partner mm-hmm. holding hands kissing or like to a limit i don't want like well, just, it. yeah being but whatever just be who you are yeah uh, and just just be cool about it mm-hmm. just be authentic be your authentic self mm-hmm. uh, i guess that's that's what we all, we all want in life yeah. just be who you are so it was, it was, yeah, it's definitely amazing mm-hmm. in Canada and all these countries will accept yeah. uh, same-sex relationship. Um, so yeah, where was I? Mm. So university. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I went to a faculty of social work. Uh, such a wonderful place. Mm. Uh, finished my degree. Which is coincidental because uh, today, two years ago today, is my graduation. Was my graduation? Oh, really? From uh, Faculty of Social Work. Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes. So, yeah. Then I, I, I was just. Uh, when was it? 2019. Yes. So I was. Um, so after I uh, went into University of uh, Calgary for social work, mm-hmm. um, I was learning new things and you know all these things are brought in were brought in my horizon mm-hmm. and i'm like you know it's 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 okay to be who you are because i have i had 
a, a fight, a battle with myself. Mm -hmm. I thought there's something wrong with me. I was struggling to acknowledge who I was. Mm -hmm. uh, and after learning so many things, having discussions with people, reading a lot of things, I came out in my class. Mm. Uh, that was 2017. Yeah. How did that go? That was great. You that came out, you told great. your class that in front of my class. Wow. So Wow. Can you tell us about can you tell yes, us about that a little bit? That's amazing. Definitely. So yeah, there was this uh there was this my professor whom I really love. Her name is uh Professor uh, Dr. Lisa Lawrence Eddy. Okay. Uh well respected, amazing lady, uh one of my mentors. Mm -hmm. Uh, so in, in her class, we were talking about something totally different and sort of I came out and uh, I could see people's faces change because mm -hmm. they are immigrants as well. Who were my friends? Yeah. Oh, I thought my friends. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because you think you can immigrate to a country and be who you are. But mm -hmm. there are people who come from different countries because Canada is such a multicultural mm -hmm. country. And these people from different countries come with their cultures, come mm -hmm. with their opinions, come with their beliefs. Yeah. And it's like living in your own country sometimes. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. And my friends who, who are immigrants uh, from different, different countries, mm -hmm. they were like, oh, what? Like, mm. I'm like, I'm the same person like five minutes ago. Yeah. Nothing changed. I'm just embracing who I, who mm -hmm. I am right now. And I could see the... They changed. Wow. Good for you, though. Yeah. That must have been so hard. Yeah, it was It was tumultuous, I would say. Yeah. Uh, and slowly, slowly, I was just, just be comfortable about who mm. I, I am and confident about yeah. it. Uh, and I, it, it felt amazing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I was, I started watching Orange is the New Black. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard about this. I yeah. haven't seen the show yet. You should, because yeah. that is like aff affirming, like if you are gay, like yeah, that's yeah. like the affirming <laughs> show. Because I've never watched it in Sri Lanka. You, you don't have that, that, that sort of thing. Oh, I okay. just randomly went to the library and I was just, so it just mm. looks bright yeah. <laughs> to me. It's orange. So I'm like, okay, let's watch this. Mm. I didn't know what it was. And I'm like, oh my God. Like the first scene was that... Uh, Pipe and Alex were kissing each other. Oh, okay. Two women kissing. I'm like, what is happening here? Has you ever seen anything like that before? Not like, really. Yeah. Because I mean, like in a mainstream way. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. No, because in Sri Lanka you can't really, you know, look things up or. No. I mean, I don't think it's. They control uh, the internet I there. I think so. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I'm like, okay, this is great, okay. and especially in TV shows. Yeah. Like, uh, so I'm like really watching the first series, second, and I'm like, okay, going through that, I'm like, okay, I'm such a super fan. I'm sh I should have like an Instagram page <laughs> on like to yep. as a tribute <clears throat> to them. And I'm like, okay, and, and I write poetry. And I'm mm -hmm. like, because on Instagram, like you're just a person, nobody knows who you are. You can just express yourself. It's yeah. such a free place where people use it for different, different reasons. I'm mm -hmm. like, this is my safe space. They have like like-minded people. Mm -hmm. There's a community here. You know, yeah. like we are accepted and loved here. And I'm like, okay, this sounds great. Mm -hmm. And I was just posting about like, uh, so funnily, this, there's one main character. Uh, we thought that she's a lesbian or something, but she, she was going to marry this man mm -hmm. uh, in real life. And uh, everybody was like, every, the community was like shattered mm -hmm. because they thought, okay, this, like, like in the show, these two, we men were going to be together. That's the mm. conspiracy we had. And I, I posted the post, I remember, uh, saying, if you have any, like, if you want somebody to talk about this, just ma mm. message me. We need to talk about this. This cannot happen. You know, something <laughs> like that. It's one person from United Kingdom mm -hmm. uh, sent me a message and saying, you know, like, she would, like, talk about it. And, and I just casually, that was, like, 2017... February, mm -hmm. uh, end of February, and uh, yeah, then started talking, exchanged numbers, and I still had my ex, yeah. still my, my friend is talking, so mm -hmm. nothing's going on, and at this time, uh, my ex was becoming crazy, basically, mm -hmm. because she's like, come back, you know, like, you yeah. know, I, I can't seem to come come to Canada and mm. you don't have time for me and you need to come to Canada and mm. abuse you. And, uh, 
So I was go I was working at Seven Eleven and going to work at night and going <coughs> to university in the daytime. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have time for this drama in my life. Yeah. I realized this is like a lot of drama mm -hmm. because I I had to like figure my life out as I said, starting mm -hmm. from scratch and go to university, go to work, and now this every time I talk to her, there's this like unnecessary troubles, mm -hmm. pains and. I was crying every day. Ma. My emotions are running crazy and I'm not feeling great. Mm -hmm. And my friend uh, from UK was saying, you know, you don't sound yourself. You know, you need to go to a doctor because you are not mm -hmm. laughing at my jokes anymore. You are not like... <laughs> because I'm, I'm going to remember that. The next time someone <laughs> doesn't laugh at my joke, I'm going to be like, you might be sick. You should go to a doctor. <laughs> because I'm like, how do you know? Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. And she was explaining about herself and her life. And, mm. you know, like you, you didn't really look after yourself. You, you're on your own. Mm. Uh, you don't seem to be yourself. Because uh, she's a very dear friend and she wanted to make sure I'm okay. I was okay mm. at that time. And I went to my family doctor and I explained the whole thing. I came out to him, explained the whole mm. thing. And he sort of did this sort of questionnaire thing. And I'm like, um, he came to a conclusion saying that, you might be mildly depressed. Mm -hmm. And he gave me some, you know, medication and that was sort of what what's going on with my, mm -hmm. you know, life. I came to Canada, now I'm going crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, it, was this what I was envisioning in Canada? Like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. and, um, and after some, after a month or so, I was feeling... Yeah good about myself mm -hmm. and I, like it kicked in and I, I I didn't have to take the medication just for like for sort of like a occasionally yes yeah so I months or so the doctor said you don't need to mm -hmm. if you're feeling great you don't need to you don't need mm -hmm. to be on it for forever yeah which is great it's just a temporary setback mm -hmm. so I came out now and I'm like out of this medication and you know like and I I'm I'm realizing that I'm in a toxic relationship. Mm. You know, this is not good for me. Yeah. Uh, I need to embrace myself. I need to be authentic to myself. And I need to realize that this relationship with my ex is not going to work. Mm. That's self-realization after a lot of reflections. And, you know, like, I can't really remember how I told her or what happened after that. It's just all a blur because I think I'm trying to block it from my mind. Mm -hmm. It's such traumatic experience. Yeah. Doesn't sound like she was very nice to you. Yes. I yeah. mean, we had our good times. Mm -hmm. We had our bad times. But the inception of the relationship, I think, is just based on a lie because she was lying to her partner. Mm -hmm. I was lying to my parents. And I think it's not a good, good way to start a relationship. Chances are it's going to end badly. Yes. Yeah. Chances. Plus, plus, you are in a different country, different time zone, different culture, yeah. different things are happening to you. You cannot really relate. Mm -hmm. I cannot relate to her anymore because we have nothing in common except mm -hmm. the fact that we love each other. And everything's happening differently. Even the time is different. Yeah. You know. So it was, it was like that. And uh, I honestly can't remember how, <laughs> how it happened, how, what I told her. And um, then after some time, I sort of, my friend from UK, mm. uh, I realized that she, she really is there for me. Uh, she, she, like there's time difference still, mm -hmm. but she makes sure that I'm, you know, doing well. She mm -hmm. makes sure, you know, like we don't fight over the phone, uh, but it's still a long distance relationship, mm -hmm. but... I realized that she really cares about me, my my well-being, mm -hmm. you know, my life, supports me, uh, and really, like, for instance, like, uh, yes, there's a time difference, but when I go to work, she's on the phone. Mm -hmm. When I come back, she's on the phone. And she waits on the phone till I, uh, she used to uh, wait on the phone uh, till I fall, 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 fall uh, asleep. Oh, wow. That's very sweet. Yes. And sometimes I just wake up and I, she's still on the phone. Oh, wow. She's still waiting. So I'm like, like, who would do that? I, like, it's, it's such a tough... Yeah. You, I, I, 
It's a good question. Who can do that? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and and like she's she's not my girlfriend. She's mm-hmm. just a friend, and she's still a very committed friend. Yeah. And sort of, I I knew she had feelings for me, mm-hmm. and we had our own, you know, tumultuous things happening. But at the end, uh, sort of twenty eighteen, beginning of twenty eighteen. Uh, I think uh, we realized that we, mm. we love each other. Uh, and she's like, okay, I'm going to come see you in July 2018. I'm going to come for two weeks. And then I realized, okay, if we are going to have this relationship, I need to come clean to my parents. I'm, I mm. need to come out to them because that's, that's I owe it to my girlfriend. Mm. Well, it, it'll drive you crazy too. Yes. Yeah. Like, what? Lies, 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 yeah. lies, right? Yeah. So then I came out to my mother. Mm-hmm. I was nervous and I was mm-hmm. like scared. And I only good thing is like she's thousands of thousand miles away. <laughs> <laughs> she can't do like, she yeah. can't come and like, she was not like, she, she, she never hit me ever in my life. Yeah. Uh, but but it's just scary feeling. Oh, yeah. Because you have such respect to your fa- parents as well. And I don't know how she's going to take it. Mm-hmm. And you can't hug her or anything as mm-hmm. well. Uh, she cried and cried oh. and cried for months. Uh, as I said, in, in, uh, in my community, you are expected to get a good education, then marry and have kids. Mm-hmm. That was my mother's dream. That was my father's dream. Yeah. And I basically shattered that dream. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are ways of adopting and all that but it's just mm-hmm. such a complicated life yeah i'm i'm gonna be i'm gonna do something really complicated mm-hmm. uh in her mind because i'm gonna face a lot of struggles a lot of mm-hmm. hardships because of the the path i'm going to choose mm-hmm. but i told her this is who i am and she's like who made you gay basically mm-hmm. and i'm like was that your ex i was just coming out with everything mm-hmm. and she's gonna She's not really happy with the, my ex-partner. And I, I said, this is who I am. Mm. I'm the same person. And this is not, not something I chose. Yeah. This is how I, I was. Yeah, the choice you're making is to be yourself, right? Exactly. Like, that's the choice. Exactly. And yeah. we have such a short life. Why are we making it such, you know, like mm-hmm. weird, crazy, complicated life? Yeah. We, we just live once. Yeah, and it is short. Yes. We don't yeah. know when we are supposed to go. We make mm-hmm. it like every minute counts. That's right. So my uh, girlfriend came to see me in July. We hit, hit it off like crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like, I'm going to come again in September, October. Um, she came again in October. She, mm-hmm. she had a good life. She sold everything. Like uh, she put a house on market. Uh, say goodbye to the job. Say mm-hmm. goodbye to her parents, her family. She's she has a good influential family, but she left every mm-hmm. everybody. She came here to Canada to be with me. Wow. Yeah. And That's a great love story. <laughs> yeah, I know it's such <laughs> it's such uh, so very far. very cinematic. I would yeah, say. <laughs> I would think so. Yes. And uh, in 2018 November. Uh, we got married. Oh, wow. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. It's almost yeah. three years to this Three year, years year. ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. So such a lot of struggles. Mm-hmm. As I said, I had to reinvent myself. Mm-hmm. At one point, I was doing three jobs and going to university. Wow. Because my partner couldn't work. So I mm-hmm. had to make sure everybody's, you know, fed and everything. Mm-hmm. And and such a struggle to uh, find a job after graduation yeah. uh, because they ask for Canadian experience and how many years you have yeah. social work experience and things like that. But if nobody's going to give me a job, mm-hmm. how am I supposed to get social work experience? Yeah. Was that, that was a struggle. I bet. Yeah. And uh, right now I'm... Um, I'm working at an uh, immigrant serving agency, mm-hmm. uh, Immigrant Services Calgary. Right on. Uh, I work with youth. Okay. Uh, immigrant youth uh, yeah. between the ages of 12 to 20. Okay. Uh, 
such a fulfilling and rewarding job. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's almost a year now I've Congrats. been doing that job. Yeah. Uh, a couple of months ago, I started my own website. It's called dilipani.com. It's called which? dilipani.com. That okay. is D-I-L-I-P-A-N-I.com. Okay. Uh, Dilipani is my middle name. Okay. Dilipani means lighted lamp. Dilipani? Yes. Okay. So I started it because it is a website that I'm supporting people mm-hmm. who are coming out. Okay. And I'm trying to bridge that gap between them and their families. Mm-hmm. Because I have gone through so much struggle, still going through struggles. And mm-hmm. I came out with my father. It was not pleasant. No. I mean... He still loves me. He still talks to me, but he has, he's thinking that I'm, you know, not that person he thought I was. Mm. And it's, it's such a pain, painful experience. Yeah. Um, it's like having a knot in your heart the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. So, so with my website, I'm supporting people who are coming out and mm. uh, supporting them throughout their journey. And trying to bridge that gap between them and their families. Mm-hmm. Because I like to sit with them and talk to them and say, you know, it's all right. Mm-hmm. It's all right to be who you are. Because that's what matters at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have yeah. to be who you are. What's the point of your life? Yeah. But it's, it takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm going to tell, tell them that it's, it's a journey. Mm-hmm. Which would take a lot of time. So I have gone through that journey. Yeah. I have my experiences. I have qualification as a registered social worker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I can support many people like me. I agree. Who are, who's going through this struggle. Mm-hmm. Uh, should I come out or not? Should I mm-hmm. face the, you know, steam of the society yeah. or my community or just shut myself and live, live inside my closet for mm-hmm. the rest of my life? Uh, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, I lost so many things because of that. Because of coming out? Because of coming out, my yeah. aunts, a uh, couple of, I have two aunts. One of them is not talking to me. Hmm. Like, I, I love them. And that's our worry, right? Like, exactly. Yeah. That's, 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 uh, that's painful. It is. It's very painful when the people that, that used to love you or exactly. say they love you, that they just can't get their head around something that has nothing to do with them. Exactly. And, yeah, it's so strange. And I have gone through so many struggles mm-hmm. because I was a lawyer, I had a great place in my mm-hmm. my country and my society and my community i had to start everything from the scratch mm-hmm. i had to work at 7-eleven i had to work at a couple of other jobs mm-hmm. and like really hit rock bottom mm-hmm. and then sort of figure out who i was yeah and then really be true to myself today and i'm just talking to you with such pride in my heart mm-hmm. you know uh i don't know whether you heard there's a art form called kintsugi in right. japanese okay so that's um they take like broken pottery mm. and they mend it with gold oh okay and they are so expensive that's such yeah. an art form there and my life is like that i'm thinking you mm-hmm. know i had my struggles i had my broken life mm-hmm. and you know my my pain points but with all those struggles and tumultuous pains that i went through mm-hmm. I'm, I'm soaring and I'm so proud to be who I am. Mm-hmm. And my struggles gave me such wings, such inspiration or yeah. such, such power to, to be who I, I am and sort of give that guidance to people who, who need that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I can stand up in, in front of anybody and say, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. Deal with it. Yeah. You know? And I'm, I'm so proud of myself and my partner mm-hmm. for supporting my journey. You Sounds know. like you guys are amazing together. We, we, we are having a great life. Yeah? Yes. Right on. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Is there anything that, like, do you have more you want to talk about? No, that's basically my life story. Okay. Took some time. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, is there, so if there was something you, you could say to someone out there who's in, still inside the closet, still hiding, however we want to describe that, um, what would you tell them? Like, I hear you. I see you. Mm-hmm. I've been there. You know, it's not a great place to be. It's dark. It's lonely. Mm. You know, you feel that you are alone. So lonely. So yeah. alone. And you feel that, okay, you know, there's nobody for me. But there are people out there like you mm. 
like me who who's there to support you to come out mm -hmm. uh, and when you come out it feels amazing mm -hmm. it feels great to come out and be who you are but it'll take some time yeah. don't worry you know like i i it's totally okay to take your time be comfortable with yourself you know like but think do i want to live like this for the rest for the rest of my life mm -hmm. is it worth it or i just want to explore this new me mm -hmm. Who's, who's the real you? Basically, that's yeah. who you are. Yeah. You are just having this, this mask, sort of hiding yourself. Mm -hmm. But if you are true to yourself, that, that feels great. Yeah. That feels such a burden off from you, mm -hmm. uh, lift, from me, lift off from you. So Sure does. Yes. Yeah. So I think it, it would take some time, mm -hmm. but you'll be fine. Yeah. Right on. Well, thank you so much. Oh, definitely. And I agree. I, I think the, the pain of staying hidden outweighs the uh, difficulties of coming out. Definitely. For me, at least it did. Definitely. Right? Yeah, I, I totally agree with yeah. you, David. But definitely. of course, we both came out in a place where we can be safe. Yes. And that's, uh, that's a tough one because it's hard for me to think like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't safe for me to come out when I was a teenager, but that's just because of where I was. Yes. Um, and yeah, but thankfully today we can try to make it a little safer definitely for people definitely so yeah yeah so how can people get a hold of you if they want to what's a safe way for them to get a hold of you so i have a couple of ways they can go to my website okay. uh, dilipani.com yeah that is d-i-l-i-p-a-n-i.com okay uh that has my details my email for that is dilipani light okay uh that is d-i-l-i-p-a-n-i light dot uh, sorry, lilipennylight at gmail.com. Gmail.com. Yes. Okay. Uh, those are the easiest way to get a hold of me. Okay. Uh, and then I can support you the best of my ability because I want you to feel safe. Mm -hmm. I know how important it is to have a safe person in your life and you can tell yeah. everything that you feel. Yeah. I want to be that safe person to somebody mm -hmm. uh, who, who would remind me of me mm -hmm. five years ago yeah so i know how scared i was mm -hmm. and i just want to give you my guiding light my mm -hmm. support thank definitely. you so much definitely so we'll put that in the link when we uh put the episode out definitely and that way people can connect to your website and yeah well thank you so much thank this has been David. a pleasure thank likewise it's it's such a great uh, place to share my story for the first time mm -hmm. everything oh fantastic uh, and you are such an amazing host oh thank i've you. been following you for some time and thank you I'm very listening much to your podcast that people's stories are amazing people inspire you mm -hmm. every day right I every mean, day it's just yeah. amazing 